This is Justin, and I'm here with my amazingly wonderful wife, Denisha. And you are listening to the Focused on Me podcast. I'm so glad you didn't call me bodacious. I was considering calling you voluptuous, but you already know that already, so. Can't you just say I'm here with Denisha? No, because you're not just Denisha. If you I were ju- if you were just Denisha, I would say, "Oh, this I'm here with just Denisha." Well, that's I am <laughs> just Denisha. Not as you would say, not especially. Definitely. Um, but yeah. you guys are all here, and um, we're glad to have you as always. Um, this is the latest episode, so hopefully, again, as I said on the last episode, you are caught up, which is the reason why you are here now. So, you have like a really smooth, uh, like remember back in the day, the DJs that did the like quiet storm at night, and then you like, This is just like when you start laughing and getting hyper, you're like, That's voice that goes national up. public radio, buddy. But when you talk low, and <laughs> jazz after, that's that jazz after hours, right? Public you had that. This is the quiet storm, yeah. I remember yeah. the quiet storm, so that's how you sound when you just talking. <laughs> like I said, when you get excited, your voice starts going in higher octaves. You kind of lose that, but when you're being calm, kind of sound nice. All right, so yeah, so today, what are we talking about? Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> I have to remember. Uh, so, yeah, so there was a controversy that has happened here in the last week or so where. A, a famous talk show host made some commentary about a really a famous or equally famous, I'll right. say, yeah. in, influencer. And I really want to talk more about the influencer than the commentary. But um, So the influencer, she made um, a video about mm-hmm. something that she and her husband were able to do together. Right. And that's really the conversation. So right, right. the fact that, you know, they came for her on national television and then she had to give them a really graceful clap back. Graceful. That's just the context that, you know, <laughs> car, you know, created conversation for us. But um, so what happened was, let me just bring it in for those who don't know. So an uh, uh, influencer who has worked really, really hard, her and her husband, her family, they worked really hard to come to a place of financial stability where, as she said, she was able to retire her husband. Right, right. And so um, he really has done a great job in supporting her dreams. And then mm-hmm. now they're at a place financially where the job he took to excuse me, support her dreams, he doesn't have to work anymore. Right. And so the television co-host or television host says him I would admit I would call disparaging remarks about yeah that choice and she said you know I did the same thing and she's divorced right. and she look said where, look, look where, where that got yeah, me got and me. so in the clap back you know the person was just like I just really pray that love finds you in a way that you get to experience what we have so with that backdrop I want to have this conversation about first and foremost Two sides, right? What do you feel about her ability to quote unquote retire her husband? And then what do you think about in terms of how she, I think, highlighted 
the type of love they have versus the type of love that talk show hosts must have experienced or maybe not experienced. So, so let's go with the first part. One of, of the things I wanted to bring into into the conversation also is, and this is going along with what was said between the couple. The couple made a decision, and they said in 15 years. Actually, five, but... Well, it was a 15-year journey, though, I believe. Right. It took 15 years, but right. I think their goal was five. So, in that 15 years, you know, they they did what they set out to do. Mm-hmm. So, they had the goal. This is what they wanted to do. They stuck by it, and so they got to where they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And what I... First thing... First and foremost, I think there is a... Such a high level... Just, I want to layer it right, but it's it's such a high level of beauty Uh in a relationship to see them support each other that much, Uh make set the goal, go after it, and now get to the point of completion of it, Uh and the fact that they were able to do it, and now it's happening. Now, I think personally that was an amazing thing for your wife to be able to literally retire you Mm -hmm. Um, and not retire you so you can go into a retirement home or because you're sick or because you're beat up but because she wants not only are you guys able to do it but now she wants you to go and after your dreams and do other things than just working just doing that nine to five that thing that you were doing Mm -hmm. you know all that time so I think that that part was Amazing. Can I just jump in right there and say, I think that this conversation gets overshadowed by she retired him. She retired him. And I think the commentary that the TV show host was trying to kind of bring in that element of this strong woman who is taking over and uh, putting the man in the, in the place that he's going to get upset and resentful one day. But the part that I think is not being celebrated is all that he did right. to get her to the place right. that she all, could. All of the support, do that, all right? The, yep. So he had to be strong. He right. had to be established. He had to be, you know, willing. And he was. And he's, you know, because anything she is, and, and I don't I don't watch her a lot, but you know, as different people have sent me the videos and say, hey, you know, check this out and think what you think about it. I think the part that I have not heard celebrated enough, mm-hmm. not just, oh, she retired him and she wear the pants in the family. And he he's a pretty dope dude that would say for 15 years, even though the goal was five, right. but for 15 years, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to mm-hmm. hold us down. So that way you can go and be all the things that you are to now eventually come back and be able to do X, Y, and Z. Now the retirement part, though, also what I want, what I kind of want to point out from my understanding, also isn't so much okay. You don't have to, you don't have to work anymore. It was a choice, mm-hmm. and it's also to me one of the one of the big things that come out of that as well is also that that whole being able to pursue another dream. Mm-hmm. So it's so he is still working, but it's just a different type of thing, and it's something that she saw his passion in too. Which I think also that that's a whole nother, I think a whole nother side of things. And, and I do agree with you. I think that uh, everybody is, there's, there, there is, that talk show host did look at it. And the, the way she looked at it was such a, like, 
I mean, negative is probably not the not the strongest word to use, but I think it was you need a stronger word to describe it because it was just like, bruh, like, no, are you mad? So much hate. Like, why are you so mad? Why are you so upset that 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 they, not she, but they were able to do this together? Why why are you upset? And it was almost like there was a level of jealousy mm-hmm. that this is what you tried to do and it didn't work. This is what you want to do. It didn't work. And, you know, oh, you know, he's going to resent you later on. That comment that was made, like, um, probably not. I don't see how that, because he's not, he's still pursuing something that he, and now she is supporting that dream, just like he did for her. So I think, I'm like, so even listening to that, it was like, bruh, you just, you're just bitter. And I think that was part of the clapback that was so graceful and so eloquent. I saw a post that said she gave a master class, yeah. you know, in the clapback on Absolutely. how to, you know, address the negative feedback, the mm-hmm. negative criticism. And where I think that, um, you know, to not miss the celebration of that level of support and covering from her husband mm-hmm. to allow her to live in a way that now profited their whole family. Right, 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 right. right. Um, and having heard a little bit of not one of those people that just know all the details of celebrities' lives, but having heard that particular talk show host on other shows talk about her pending divorce and relationship problems and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, our sis in the clapback was wrong when she was right, saying, you know, right. I hope that you find love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that brings us to another, the real meat of this conversation that I want to have is... Um, no, the title of this show, the title of this episode probably gives a hint to who we're talking about if you don't already know without name dropping. But one of the things that talk show hosts always ask is, how you doing? Mm-hmm. How you doing? And that's kind of the question I want to ask. Like, sis, how you doing? Right. Because your commentary and your negativity about this wonderful thing mm-hmm. that this person and it's so interesting because even in the segment on her show she says I don't know this person I guess there's this uh, influencer and when she says her name her audience claps because like, they oh, know y'all you know, know her mm-hmm. right so you already started this conversation by saying you don't know them right right but it really causes me to think again this habit that we have as humans particularly American humans and consumers of culture like that we don't know people's relationships, but we have all this feedback and commentary, commentary and beliefs and assumptions about their relationships. But what I think our commentary and our critique actually speaks to is our own stuff that we project mm-hmm. onto other people. Because as she go in that clip, she's like, oh, I did this. And and she says it like, because what's going to happen is he's going to come home, speaking about the influencer's mm-hmm. husband. But everything she says is it's what her, her own life. It's her story. Her own bitter story. Right? And it's kind of like, sis, how you doing? I know that you up here trying to give old girl some advice, mm-hmm. but I don't think that that's like valid. Are we, who are we talking about now? Are we talking about her? <laughs> or are we talking about you? And again, if you listen, you can see very clearly 
where she in almost like a, in a kind of a symptomology of PTSD, she flashes back mm-hmm. into her reality and she dissociates like you're not talking about this influencer anymore. Nope. You talking about yourself. And the clapback, which was filled with some wonderful advice, oh, yes. was yes. I pray that you find some love that heals you. Mm-hmm. I pray that you get healed <laughs> from right. your hurts. Mm-hmm. And so I think again now, how many times do relationships or do people in relationships get feedback from people who are still hurting and wounded mm-hmm. and they're trying to give it to you like this is what you need to do for your relationship? And how many people's relationships have suffered it's dangerous. because they listened to those voices of other people mm-hmm. who were wounded and hurt <laughs> or had, you know, authentically terrible mm-hmm. situations. Like, it really happened. It's not fake. It really right, happened. Right. But now you're trying to tell me to do this or you're trying to encourage someone else to do it based on what happened to you. So as I'm listening to you, right, you can, uh-huh. I know you always you always tease me about this. Okay. So... The, the, the words that were coming to my mind, you're going to notice as soon as I start saying was, I hear voices in my head. Oh, yeah. They Man, counsel me. They, they understand. understand. They talk to me. Mm-hmm. So when I hear those... Well, that's a wrestling song. So, I don't but, know. But when I hear those... But I think about what you were saying in, the, in that context. Because what happens is that is a voice. That's pun- that, that is a voice. Mm-hmm. They're talking to you. They call themselves counseling you. Mm-hmm. But they're the absolute wrong voice to be listening to. Mm-hmm. They, because they are speaking from a pure place of an unhealed uh, 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 wound. Mm-hmm. Or, and sometimes it, it's, not even a, it's not even like, oh, it was healed, scab ripped off. Sometimes it's just a wide open wound mm-hmm. that has been infected, that is festering, and that is stinking so bad that they have no choice but to spew out the venom, mm-hmm. viper. You know, mm-hmm. they have no choice but to do it. And while they're thinking they're doing good, it's such a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think often we all we, we hear about seeking wise counsel. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you really have to be careful and really vet out those people that you that you're having these conversations with about your relationship mm-hmm. when you're looking for help and you're seeking you know some type of counsel with, with, with an issue because sometimes those very people that you're going to are the people that are speaking from a place of hurt mm-hmm. and will jack you up if you jack you and your relationship up if you really listen to them mm-hmm. and I think sometimes if we and this is this is a whole other thing if we actually listen to the real thing that they're saying, Sometimes we can look past what they're saying and see they're hurt mm-hmm. and know not to take that advice. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, and some of us, it's just what it is. Some people can't do that. Our people mm-hmm. are not able to do that. But for those who are able to do that, then it becomes, then what happens is <laughs> it, it, uh, it's one of those um, situations where you don't expect it, but now it becomes your responsibility to help them mm-hmm. through their issue because now you recognize it. You know not to take the advice, but you also know sometimes you may have the tool to help them. So when you went to them to go get the help, you end, end up like flipping on you and you end up helping them, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I, I definitely think that you have to be very careful on, you know, in who you trust mm-hmm. because, and you know, because 
a lot of times, sometimes the the stuff that you trust people with do nothing but fuel their fire Mm -hmm. and help help them stay as bitter as they want to be without trying to seek, without them even trying to seek help, Mm -hmm. seek help or, or, or seek healing in that particular area. It makes me think of the scripture in Proverbs, and there's a couple of different ones, but it speaks about, you know, wisdom a lot in the book of Proverbs. It also speaks about foolishness and mm-hmm. fools. And it talks about not taking the counsel of fools. Right, right. Not taking, you know, um, counsel that's not wise. And it says, you know, to depart from or leave the presence of a fool when you recognize that they don't speak with wisdom. Right. And right. I think that, you know, it's really important because with relationships and and especially early on in relationships it's so important to make sure that you have wise counsel Mm -hmm. because there's like you know just like with your newborn baby especially in the days of covid or in other types of um, risky situations. You don't just be having that baby around any and everybody. Right, right. And you don't let anybody touch them and make sure mm-hmm. people come in, wash your hands and all this kind of stuff. Spray and, up. You know, like, I, whenever I'm holding a new baby, I'll ask him, give me, give me a blanket so I can put the blanket over my clothes so even the perfume and whatever doesn't irritate the right, baby. Right, right. And, and so, you know, I think in relationships, it can be, it's equally as important to make sure that we are discerning whose voices we're listening to, who we, you know, hold as an expert or someone that their advice should be taken. And even as, again, like the scripture in Proverbs tells us that sometimes you got to go from those people when you realize what they're saying is not wisdom as much as it's wound. When it's not healthy as much as it's, their hurt coming out in, in the form. And I hear it all the time. Family is a, a big what's the word I want to use? culprit and yeah. per- perpetrator of those types of mm-hmm. conversations, right? And I ask people all the time when they're like, oh, so-and-so told me to do X, Y, and Z. And I say, you know, what's their life experience been? Mm-hmm. Is this person someone that had like? Does their advice work for them? Right. <laughs> Did and I'm not saying that everybody who gives you advice doesn't have you know a possibility of still speaking truth, even though their life doesn't reflect it. Because right. sometimes it is. This is what I learned, so I'm telling right. you this because it didn't this. work for me. But in in the case of of our two subject matter here uh, uh, conversation here, it's clear that what she was trying to do as advice is born from her pain. Mm-hmm. Now, let's take it a step further. If it is that you was really trying to give sis advice, doing that on your national platform, yeah, probably wasn't the best way. It absolutely was not the best right? way. Right? <laughs> because even in the clapback, uh, the other sis said, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting in my pajamas, you know, it's early in the morning, but everybody had been texting me telling me I'm on TV mm-hmm. which comes to another way that you can kind of assess is this person is what they're saying one healed and helpful do they really have a in, uh, an intention towards you right you know there are some people that we care about and if we think that they're truly making a mistake you know I'm gonna pick up the phone and Here's call up. like hey you know because of our relationship and I, because I care about you I'm gonna tell you Taking to national television to speak about this 
in the name of I hope she learns, I hope she don't do that, I hope she sees, because this is what happens to me. You know, you are a superstar. You are well connected. Mm-hmm. You could have hit up, even if you don't know her, you could have had your people find her and her people right. to give to get your number and say, listen, sis, we hear about that all the time. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at home and I got the phone call and so and so's on. I thought it was my cousin playing. Like, quit playing, Pookie. Right, and it's right, really right. the celebrity or it's right. really the president. So if you really wanted to There's always a way. actually help her, you probably would have done that differently. Mm-hmm. Which means you just wanted to use that to take the task, which is another example that there's still some wounds yeah. and, and need to ask question. How you doing? Because mm-hmm. there's probably another way to have done that if it was that you really wanted to help. And I think that that's true for even to assess in our personal lives. Like if someone's listening, like, how will I know if someone's trying to help me? How did they go about the help? Right. If it was gossip and it was slander, like, child, I told her don't do that because mm-hmm. she and she didn't want to listen. They're not trying to help you. No. Because no. if they really were trying to tell you, they'd have called you before the wedding, not after. Mm-hmm. They'd have pulled you to the side while you were in the middle of making a decision, not talking about you after the decision has right. been made. Right. So even to know, like, is this person's, are their motives right? Mm-hmm. Because if you really want to help me, there's a lot of ways in which you could get in contact with me yep. to get this information if you feel that it is like life changing or I'm trying to help you save your life. Mm-hmm. This is the way you did it through a subtweet on social media? Nah, miss me with that. That's yeah, where I gotta go from the fool. <laughs> that's because I, I honestly, for the, in, in that light, I feel like that was simply all about I'm just trying to get this rating plot. And I know that she is trending currently mm-hmm. so just I'm gonna get the rating bottom and, and again that's what the television host did but you know I think right. once again in our lives there are people around us who in the name of saying they're trying to do something that is helpful around helping especially again in the matter of relationships or something that is impacting your relationship which could be you know raising your children or whatever the thing might be if it is that you really are trying to help I don't think that that's the way in which help is probably going to be received. So that need to think about, is this really help or is this somebody just taking an opportunity and or is their misery impacting their ability to send the message? Because I think all of those things have to be considered and understand and people will be quick to be like, she ain't listening to me. I tried to tell her. Well, did you try to tell him or her in a way? That they were going to be able to hear it. Right, right. So, yeah, so I think, you know, this situation last week was so interesting to watch. In the name of giving advice, Mm -hmm. it showed and highlighted more of the unhealed places than the helpful place. And I know that was not what she was planning on. Mm -mm. (laughs) So let's take one last leg of this conversation before we're out of time here. I had to consider the influencer's husband mm-hmm. versus the talk show host's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And I see posts like this all the time and you'd be like, we are not the same. You know, they're comparing, mm-hmm. you know, I saw one post is like, you know, I can attract him with my clothes on, sis. We are not the same. Mm-hmm. This influencer's husband was a police officer and one of the highest, you know, the most dangerous 
types of departments, you know, mm-hmm. stereotypically at least anyway. Mm-hmm. When you hear LAPD, that's not right. something, even if you go back to the days of rush hour, like LAPD mm-hmm. does not have <laughs> a good uh, reputation. And I'm sure they do wonderful work, but you know, LAPD, he took this job for 15 years to support and whatever the situation was between the talk show host ex-husband, you know, I say to people, they're exes for a reason. Absolutely. Right? So whatever reason, they, they don't sound like they're the same type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, he, her saying, you know, I'm going to do this. This was a part of our plan. Um, I don't know the, the situation with the talk show host husband, like what their prenuptial agreement or early nuptial agreements mm-hmm. were. But they don't sound like they were the same type of person. Different, different people, different situations. Right? So then that says to me again, when you are taking advice from people, is your situation the same? Mm-hmm. Because sitting around, I remember talking to a young lady not too long ago, um, about a couple weeks ago in session, and she was having some conflicts about a relationship, and she was bringing up these different ideologies. And I said, where did you get that from? And she started laughing. She's like, the Christian bloggers. And I said, okay, yeah, so we're going to have to let that go. Because just because somebody wrote a blog about it doesn't mean it's applicable to your, <laughs> to life, your life. Right? And oh, you're man. trying to apply these things and you're sitting here actively in tears because it's not working. Right. So I need you to let that go. Maybe that did work for that one particular person or mm-hmm. that group or that type of situation. Right. But really taking into account all of the diversity, the multiplicity, the, I mean, so many different variables in each relationship Mm -hmm. that you can't be like, oh yeah, this is what I gotta do. He gotta be like this. It's gotta be this situation or it's gonna have this outcome. It's so important as we speak, you know, in terms of faith to be led of God in your relationships because I know this is advice. This is Mm -hmm. wisdom. But I ask you all the time, like, what did God say? Right. So I know that's what happened to Sister Sister over here, mm-hmm. the brother man over here. Right, right. And they were able to do that for good and for bad. Mm-hmm. But is that your situation? Makes a big difference. And so I can only imagine how many people were listening to that first segment where she was saying, Mm-mm, sis, don't do that, don't do that. And they were watching like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that because look what happened to mm-hmm. them. And that might actually be the right step for you. Right. Or it could be the absolute wrong step for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to make sure that in your relationship, you're not comparing it to others. Right. Because it's so many things that make up the differences. Also, none of us got that kind of money anyway. Right? right? <laughs> you know, the average person mm-hmm. does not have that level of notoriety or fame or which all impacts the relationship. You know, we don't have those travel schedules. We don't have that paparazzi follow. Like, being in relationships like that is so different. So, me watching it in my house and I'm trying to order my house according to what this talk show host just said <laughs> or what this Christian blogger or uh, influencer says, we're going to be in the pit. Right. Because we're trying to mirror a situation that is not our reality. got to use wisdom, though, man. So, what's your parting words to our audience today? Be wise. And know that your situation isn't everybody else's situation. So, if you have not healed, just keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. 
And for those on the other side of it who are in those relationships where you've got love oozing through and pouring through and you guys are good, just know that it's okay and you guys are good. Mm-hmm. Be happy, continue to celebrate, and then try to help somebody else. Try to help that one that's that 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 isn't healed and that, you know, have not or has not experienced that type of love that you are currently experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of my parting words would include a community of accountability mm-hmm. and counsel. Um, because I think it's, it's definitely a way to make sure that you have support. Um, you know, I, I like this phrase. It's one of my clients I learned from them. Is this person a friend to our marriage? Are they committed to our relationship working? You know, do they have their own healthy relationships? But even if they don't, are they trying to see what's best for us? And I think that that's so important because even when I run to you to say like, oh, this is getting on my nerves or I don't like him, I don't like her. Can you tell me what we should do? Is your perspective or your stance the best, our best at the heart of whatever you're saying? Right. So, yeah, even if I am wounded and I am hurting, doesn't mean I still may not be able to help and show up in your relationship, but really making sure that you have a council in a community, because even among our community, there are people that we talk to at certain times, because even to know like what they got going on in their life right now, mm-hmm. they can't show up to be the best. And that's OK. Right. You know, whether it's a new job, new baby. They're having their own difficulties, whatever it is, but having that multitude of counsel to where there's enough people surrounding the relationship that can help you think about it in the way because they are your friend or your person that you care, they care for and they care for the health of your relationship, you know, making sure that you have different people who fill those roles so that way you're not just susceptible to bad advice and or your own thoughts because again left to our own devices <laughs> we can mess something up too so right. you know not only checking the people to make sure that they're in the right space but having a few others that you can counsel up to counsel with including a therapist including a marital counselor mm-hmm. you know and, and there is no shame in using those resources to get through different difficult seasons right. so that way you can be on the other side and come out whole, happy, healthy, and, you know, having a, a marriage and a relationship that is fulfilling. So thanks for uh, listening and staying um, connected. If you haven't already, follow us on at Focus On Me Podcast on social media, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe, subscribe. good grief. Don't Uh, subside. Subscribe (laughs) to the podcast. Share with a friend. And we'll uh, talk to y'all next time. Wait. Almost forgot one thing. And as I did on the last episode, if you guys are listening and you know who we're talking to, (laughs) feel free to share this with them as well. Meaning the talk show host as well as the influencer. Because we want everybody to be healed and everybody to know that there's support around. We love y'all. Take care.